You're listening to Clearly Conspicuous, a podcast series brought to you by Holland and Knight's Consumer Protection, Defense, and Compliance Team. Here at Holland and Knight, we have the working knowledge of how federal and state agencies operate and how courts address consumer protection issues. Consumer protection laws and regulations impact every dimension of business. Aggressive federal and state agencies are getting the attention of senior executives who are concerned about risk management, compliance challenges, and high-profile governmental inquiries. Holland and Knight's Consumer Protection Defense and Compliance Team has the experience, knowledge, relationships, and platform to effectively work with our clients to address these issues. It's a privilege to be with you today. Today's topic is the FTC is proposing a rule to fight government and business interpersonal scams and companies who provide, quote, means or instrumentalities, close quote, for those committing such a scam will be held liable. The Federal Trade Commission has proposed a rule to fight government and business impersonation scams, a problem that has cost consumers hundreds of millions of dollars over the past five years, according to the FTC. The proposed rule would codify the well-understood principle that interpersonation scams violate the FTC Act, as do those who provide interpersoners with the means to harm consumers. The proposed rule would allow the Commission to recover money from or seek civil penalties against scammers who harm consumers in violation of the rule. Sam Levine, the director of the FTC's Bureau of Consumer Protection, said the following, quote, the proposed rule would expand the commission's toolbox to combat the significant harm caused by government and business interpersonation frauds. We look forward to comments from the public on our efforts to deter fraud, hold these people accountable, and secure redress for consumers. Broad report to the FTC about government and business interpersonation scams rose sharply at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. The FTC received more than 2.5 million reports of these scams from consumers nationwide from the beginning of 2017 through the middle of 2022. And those consumers reported losing more than $2 billion to these scams. Government and business impersonations can taste many forms, posing as, for example, a lottery official, a government official or employee, or a representative from a well-known business or charity. Impersonators may also use implicit representations, such as misleading domain names and URLs and spoofed contact information to create an overall net impression of legitimacy. These scammers are fishing for information they can use to commit identity theft or seek monetary payment, often requesting funds via wire transfer, gift cards, or increasingly cryptocurrency. The proposed rule follows an advance notice of proposed rulemaking published by the Commission last December. In response to that notice, the FTC received more than 160 public comments, none of which opposed proceeding with the rulemaking process. 
Comments came from members of the public, as well as a bipartisan coalition of 49 state attorneys general and multiple companies and industry organizations. Specifically, the proposed rule would ban scammers from using government seals or business logos when communicating with consumers by mail or online, spoofing government and business emails and web addresses, including spooking .gov email addresses, or using lookalike email addresses or websites that rely on misspellings of a company's name. And finally, falsely implying government or business affiliation by using terms that are known to be affiliated with a government agency or business. For example, stating, quote, I'm calling from the clerk's office, close quote, to falsely imply affiliation with the court of law. The proposed rule would also apply to those who provide means or instrumentalities for those committing a government or business impersonation scam, such as a supplier who manufactures a fake government credential used by scammers. In addition, the proposed rule would include nonprofit organizations in its definition of businesses so that it would apply to scammers that impersonate charities. The proposed rule would allow the FTC to seek relief for consumers across a broad array of government and business impersonation cases. This is especially important following the Supreme Court's ruling in AMG Capital Management versus FTC, which limited the agency's ability to return to consumers money that was taken in a scam. So here's the key takeaway. The FTC is in the business of identifying various forms of consumer scams. Notwithstanding the Commission's loss and the Supreme Court's AMG case that limits its ability to obtain monetary relief, the FTC is finding ways to get such remedies. So stay tuned to further programs as we identify and address the key issues and developments and provide strategies for success. I wish you continued success and have a meaningful day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Clearly Conspicuous. For more information on our consumer protection defense and compliance team, visit hklaw.com slash cpdc or email anthony.deresta at hklaw.com with any questions about today's episode. 